0: Hello everyone. It's good to be with us today. Um, we've been having a good time um, learning about the basis of our spiritual existence, uh, which is faith. We've been talking a lot around faith, and um, uh, we also talked about uh, pathways for manifesting heaven. If um, I call it. Um, Process to living from the realm of glory. It's been, it's been, it's been powerful. Just understanding um, our true realities. Today we're going to be looking at spiritual helpers, angels. Um, so I I will start from um, emphasizing that it is important to note that the person we seek in our faith walk is Jesus. We don't seek even blessings. Jesus alone is all we seek. Jesus alone is all we seek. But we know that in Christ is all these other things. In Christ is miracles. In Christ is angelic ministration. In Christ is blessings. The Bible says we are blessed with spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So, um, you know, if we look at Colossians 2, Jesus is seated in rest at the Father's right hand while God is subjecting all things under him. Psalm 110 verse 1. We also are seated with him in rests, God is subjecting our enemies under our feet. The enemies of our soul, those issues of the hearts, those challenges we have in our hearts, God is subjecting them under our feet. He just wants us to rest in Christ. Let's just be seated with Christ. You know, Paul, somewhere he was saying, Oh me, who is going to deliver me from this, you know. But he later talked about the victory that he has in Christ. Let that be our mindset, the victory that we have in Christ, as God is subjecting the Challenges we have in our hearts. The issues of our hearts. Yes, they are there. But every day as we look onto Jesus through the study of the word, we have been transformed and those issues have been subjected. They are, being, they, they are brought so low and we are brought so high. So they are at our feet level. Ephesians 2.6, it says, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. We are one with him in a marital union. We we, We are experiencing oneness with Jesus. In a kind of marital union, either is joined to the Lord, is one spirit. We are his bride. He paid our bride price on the cross. I'm saying all this to make us uh, understand that there's nothing that can really resist us from this true realm, there's nothing that can resist us from that state of existence called rest. There are a lot of things that try to resist us, but there's nothing that should resist us because our true reality is that because we are one with Jesus in a bridal union, we are seated far above all those things. They are way, way, way below us. So there are three paradigms of faith. If your faith determines your existence, there are three paradigms of genuine faith. Paradigm one is the paradigm of a child of God. There's a belief that you have that you're a child of God, especially at the level of new birth. Once you start the salvation journey, the first faith, the first level, the first measure of faith that you get is uh, the faith of being a child of God, which is great. Another paradigm of faith is the faith of a Son of God. And that focuses on responsibility, and inheritance. Another paradigm of faith is the paradigm of being a bride of Christ. And that focuses on intimacy. Now, the three of them, the three paradigms are very, very important. Very, very important. In fact, the three put together really forms our faith, forms a whole faith, but they are just different paradigms because we're talking about consciousness, that your consciousness is your reality and your consciousness determines your faith. And your faith operates from a paradigm, the Bible says, as a man thinks, so he is. So there is a paradigm of a child of God, which is great. There's a paradigm of a son of God, you know, speaks to the issue of inheritance. There is a paradigm of the bride of Christ, which talks about oneness, which leaves us with that consciousness of being seated, being one and being seated with our bridegroom King Jesus. So, angels, they are servant spirits, Hebrews 1.14. So, In that realm of glory, there are servants there. Angels are those servants. No matter how powerful their expression is, because you know they are in batches of thousands, and those batches of thousands are in sets that are innumerable. But in ranking in the realm of glory, they are servant spirits. first facilitate for us to come into the fullness of Christ. Somewhere in Revelation, it talks about them, you know, preparing for the marriage supper. Because the end of our faith work is oneness with Christ. So that's why the marriage supper is the feast that the end climaxes into. So angels are servant spirits. They are created to carry out the pleasure of Jesus. We are the pleasure of Jesus. The bride is the pleasure of his bridegroom. We are the pleasure of our bridegroom king. So angels created to carry out the pleasure of Jesus so they are created to adorn us they are created to make us a ready bride when I was getting married I was keeping in touch with my wife to say oh okay what's happening it took a lot of hours you know she was waiting for it took a lot of hours for us to get ready she was waiting for Someone that will come and make her up, you know. They after she wore a gown, they needed to still still wear different kind of things, you know, veil everything, you know, just preparing her. Angels are doing all that for us. They are beautifying our lives. They are beautifying us. They are beautifying everything that concerns us. They are preparing us for our bridegroom king. I want us to understand the ministry of angel from the perspective of the king himself. From the perspective of the service that they need to render to the Lord of Lords. Because sometimes one of the reasons why we might feel that uh, why should uh, I don't think an angel will show up to do something for me. It's because we don't even know that it's be- they, anything they want to do or that they have to do, they are doing it because of the King of Kings. their Lord of Lords, our Lord of Lords. They are servant spirits. So when you think it's just about you, Then sometimes you feel little for a Gabriel, an angel Gabriel to show up or an angel Michael that commands the the hosts. You feel so little for him to show up. But if you understand that you are the pleasure of Jesus you are the bride of Christ then you will you will feel comfortable for them to adorn you for them to make sure you are ready for your master for your for your for your bridegroom king that you please him in everything with your life, with your looks, in everything. So they they will just be there to help. Let all the angels of God worship Him. It's all about Jesus. Let all of them serve Him. Let them worship Him. Let them bow before Him. All visible and invisible thrones, powers, dominion, principalities are made through Jesus. And they are made for Jesus. Colossians 1:16. So, as the bride of Christ, we are His pleasure. Like I said, so this is why the angels are sent to provide help, because everything is made for Jesus. Angels are made for Jesus. You know, um, if you have um, maybe a driver or. Um, maybe help in the house. that's 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 your personal help. You know your spouse gets every benefits from that help, from that driver, from that any personal assistant or, or domestic worker. because they are there to bring pleasure to you. They are there to serve you. So, they will automatically also serve your spouse. So, the angels are set and ready to serve us all the time. Um, Through Christ, we are invited to join in the absolute rest and peace of the Trinity with angels doing the running around. Angels do run around. I'm going to I'm going to give examples, practical examples from my experiences, from experiences in the scriptures, from people's experiences that I know. Angels actually do run around. They do the running around. Whether you know it or you don't know it, if you don't know it, okay, but because of Jesus, they go ahead to do the run around. So, angels want to please us just to carry out the pleasures of Jesus. So, let's talk about the types of angels. You know, the Bible said there are myriads of angels. They can't be numbered. In Revelations five eleven, John said, Then I looked and I heard the voice of myriads of angels. Angels that can't be numbered. I'm talking about their quantity now. They can't be numbered. In reality, there are angels made for the execution of every word of God. Psalm 103, verse 20. They listen intently to the voice of his word to do it. Your faith gives the word. A voice. You know, we talk about logos, we talk about Rema, and we say Rema is a proceeding word. So Rema is a logos that is revealed. Now Rema is, it's like the word being spoken to you. So Faith in itself, as the Bible puts it, shows up, it comes, is built up by proceeding word, by Rema. When Rema comes, faith comes. So it's very, very important that we study the Word of God, that we read logos, because when we read logos, it's going to produce Rema. It's going to produce faith. Because Rema produces faith. Faith comes by Rema. So we need to. Walk in the word of God to cause rema to happen. We need to study the word of God. Now, your faith gives that word of God voice in the spirit. The word in itself is alive, yeah. But I'm trying to explain how you can separate revelation. And faith. Rema and faith. Once the word of God is revealed, faith shows up. So it looks like inside the revelation of the word is faith itself. Now, that faith is what is necessary to keep angels at work. Psalm 103 verse 20, they listen intently to the voice of his word to do it. Angels are just paying attention to every revelation that is birthed inside you because revelation births faith. They are paying attention to every revelation birth inside you So that they can execute it so just know it that every time there is a breathing of revelation in you there's a breathing of faith in you just know that you have activated angels psalm 103 verse 20 they listen intently to the voice of his word to do it so Any time a word is revealed to you, walk in the boldness of that revelation. Faith is bold. Walk in the boldness of that revelation, knowing that angels are present as they have been dispatched to go and execute what that revelation is about, what that faith is about. You know, there's an angel sent to materialize a prophetic word spoken over you. You know, revelation can come in form of prophecy. Every time there is a proceeding word, there are angels that follow that proceeding word. You know, the Bible says despise not prophecy. There are angels that follow every proceeding word, every revealed word. Prophecy in itself is a revelation. Prophecy reveals the mind of God. It reveals the spirit of the word. So angels are categorized according to their functions. And angels are positioned as well. You know, angels are in the category of different functions that they carry out. To know types of angels is to understand the positions that God kept them. You know, the Bible talks about angels that did not keep their position. In the book of Jude, it said, God is going to cast them into the lake of fire because God positions them. So you have angel over a church. You have angel over a city. You have angel over a family. You have angel over an individual. We call them guardian angel. So, angels are positioned. You have angels over a particular industry. So, you have angels that are in the industry of, um, I mean, angels in arts and media industry. They are creatives. You have angels in government, you know, the, in the Bible, the number of uh, governmental angels that showed up. So we can only look at just a few of, 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 of different types of angels because, you know, don't, don't forget they are in batches of thousands and you can't count the batches of thousands. That uh, the sets of the batches. So we have guardian angels, we have archangels, we have cherubim. That's I call them canopy angels. They are covering angels. Cherubim. You have seraph, You have seraph seraphims. You know they are fiery angels, angels of fire or something like that. You have Reaper angels. You know all these. You know I got them from the scripture. He said, I'll send my angels, I'll I'll send the reapers in the last day and the time of harvest. I'll send the reapers, they are my angels. They will come and harvest. So we have reaper angels, we have healing angels. You know, we saw one of them, it goes to stir up the water. You know, so we have healing angels. We have publicity angels. Some of them were the ones that showed up to those Maggie, the uh, wise men, and they went to announce. We have uh, strengthening angels. Those, you know, they showed up when Elijah needed strength. They showed up when Jesus Christ needed strength. We have... Uh, Protection angels. You know, he said he will send his angels to protect you, lest you dash your foot. We have angels of joy. We have peacekeeping angels. We have peace enforcing angels. We have resurrection angels. Did you see those guys when Jesus Christ rose up and? It was being lifted to heaven, and they said the, the apostles saw those angels by his side. You know, those guys, the 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 early apostles, angelic was just so normal. They see them. They, they you know, Jesus Christ was with them uh, for many days after his resurrection, and when he was leaving, you know, he just levitated, kind of, and they saw you know they saw. Jesus, and they saw the angels the same way they saw Jesus. That's the way, I mean, that's the way we should live. Without, without freaking out. They you say, oh, they saw angels and they fell. No, they saw the angels and they saw Jesus and they described what they saw. We have um, um, warring angels, you know, we know about Michael, who is the commander. We have scribe angels. They help in you know keeping records. We have um, um, I call these ones escort angels. They are like the ones that went with Jesus, but those are you know those are resurrection angels. But um, you know um, people that have near death experience or. Um, um, I, I could remember one experience where uh, we're praying for someone that was sick and he later died and um, were before he died my wife my wife saw a vision or I mean she was praying so I don't know whether it's a vision or she just even saw the angels clearly you know physically she she saw these angels um Two of these angels by the side of the person we're praying for, and that was before the person died, actually. And you know, um, those those are escort angels. They they always come around, you know, when uh, when you want to go home. They come to lead you. They are they are there to help us all the way, all the way. All the way you know um, there are different types of angels different types of angels I want to talk on what does an encounter with an angel feel like you know I just want to be a little bit practical and I'm gonna I'm gonna give some examples with uh, some experiences uh, I've had, or I do have, with angels, and that other people too do have. I'm sure when I talk about um, what this encounter feels like, a lot of us we say, "Oh yes, ah, no wonder. Oh, oh I know. Or, oh yes, yeah, normal. It's it's a normal thing that I feel too. It's a normal thing that I experience too. It's a normal thing that I see too. You know, you know. But let me talk about it for the purpose of um, those that experience them but don't know that it's angels they're experiencing or those that don't experience them at all because they are not conscious of their presence. So what does an encounter with uh, an angel feel like? It could feel like joy. It could feel like sudden joy. Um, I talked about angels of joy. It could feel like sudden joy. In the past, about two weeks, those angels have been all around me. In fact, they there's a song I've been singing, you know, because of their presence around me. Um, it's an old song. I just forgot it just now. Um... I just forgot that song. I just forgot the song because I just I'll, I will sing the song and dance, you know, because you can't resist the joy that they carry—pure joy, joy that is not that nothing can hinder. There's no experience, there's no physical experience that you're having that can hinder that joy. I'm talking about how you can know or what it feels like when you're encountering the the angels of joy. Joy is in the presence of God, yes. But remember that in that presence of God are innumerable companies of angels. So, and one category are joy. That joy that you're talking about that is in the presence of God, they are a category of angels. You know, you could be in a meeting, we could be in a meeting, and all of a sudden, it could be a worship meeting, it could be any type of meeting, it could be a teaching meeting, and all of a sudden, a kind of joy just, we just come into everyone's hearts. The atmosphere just changes, and you know, they say rejoicing is the presence of angel of joy. That's what it feels like. I can remember the song now. Um, Melody in my heart today is an old song, so I'll just be singing it and be dancing just because of the presence of this. I, I, you know, my children will look at me that like, what's happening, and what they know. It, the thing is contagious, you know, because when you when when you build your consciousness around uh, their presence. you you make them manifest more. You make them manifest more. So sometimes some people say, oh, I've not seen an angel before. It's because you minimize their manifestation with the low consciousness you have towards them, towards their presence, towards their ministration, towards their activities. So, generally, when we encounter angels, we actually have a spiritual encounter because they are spirit beings. They are, you know. So, there are chances of allowing fear to set in. (laughs) I must point that out. There are chances of allowing fear to set in. And, um, you know, that fear actually comes from us being conscious about ourselves and not being conscious about the finished work Jesus has done so when they show up you know you know they are coming directly from the realm of glory the presence God himself, when they show up, the holiness that is in the presence of God that must have rubbed on them, rubbed off off on them, comes with them. And you know that kind of fear of, oh, Lord, I'm not holy. I'm not righteous enough. It, It causes a kind of fear. That's where that fear is coming from. But we must always have the consciousness of our redemption in Christ. Our complete, finished redemption in Christ. There is nothing that should leave guilt inside of you. We are still going to talk about things that jam uh, spiritual encounters. Things that jam, you know. But for this week, I'll just talk about what um, encounters with angels feel like, uh, and then from next week I'll continue, and I'll uh, I'll talk about how you know uh, how we can uh, uh, have a posture, a heart posture of continuous experience of angelic encounter or spiritual encounter generally you know so in most cases when these angels come so that you don't truncate you know the message and everything they have come to do they'll just tell you they'll caution you fear not fear not please don't destroy this thing don't scatter this thing fear not you know, so they give us that caution, you know. And also, um, angels honor us. They honor humans. They honor the bride of Christ. Just the way your servants will honor your spouse, you know. They will honor the members of your family. Angels honor us. Um So, they don't want to embarrass us. They just say, fear not. Fear not. The Lord is with you. Your Lord is with you. (laughs) Don't be afraid. You are safe. (laughs) So, they they honor us so much. Angels always beam a high radiation of God because they are coming from his presence. So, they have absorbed a lot of light from the realm of glory. And that fear not that they say, it means rule out every guilt. We are not here to condemn you. We are not here to come and strike you. Rule out every guilt. Fear not. You know, there's a difference between being afraid and feeling afraid. Let me try and explain that. Feeling afraid is being reverent. Careful and being circumspect, but being afraid is to be guilty of sin. Not embracing the reality of Christ's love. Can we see those? Can we see that very slight difference in those two uh, uh, feelings—the feeling of being afraid and feeling afraid? So. That's being in a state of reverence, that state of reverence. You reverence the word of God that they carry. You're not afraid, you just, you just reverence your circumspective, in your attitude, you know as they minister to you. You are careful to know you are careful not to miss the message. But it's completely different from feeling afraid because of the guilt of sin that maybe they are going to bring judgment. And, you know, all that is because the love of Christ is not complete in your heart. It's not full. It's not perfected. So we could feel some heat sometimes when angels come because they carry fire from the presence of God. We could feel some heat. And sometimes we could have some soothing feeling. In fact, sometimes angels will visit you and a pain in your body will just go you know, the soothing feelings that they bring. Sometimes they come and you just get some chills in your body. It's because of the energy that they carry. Because those beings are energy beings. They're energy beings. They are spiritual energies in themselves. There are different kinds of feelings that we get when they come. Sometimes you get a feeling of courage. You are strengthened. So the feelings sometimes depend on the type of angel that that visits you, on the type of angel that is present. And if you can move from that feeling, if you can increase or heighten your consciousness, as that, because the feeling is the, is the minimum level of consciousness, that feeling. As you heighten it, those angels will crystallize. You will see them, you see them physically. They'll be around you physically. One evening, I was praying and I was seeking God for um, the next season in terms of ministry the next season and all of a sudden an angel you know i i felt a season opened up and i was heightening my i was heightening my consciousness into that season and i felt that presence and i just paid attention to it you know, being uh, uh, careful, you know, to understand what's going on. And all of a sudden, I saw this black guy. I saw this tall, you know, I was on the floor praying, And I saw these long legs so I looked at the person so the angle that I tilted my eyes to it's such that I I I gauged like well an average height is about six feet six feet so I gauged to see somebody six feet but that was just about below his chest. So, you know, I was almost afraid. <laughs> and, you know, he just, he just touched me on my shoulder. You know, then I looked up and I saw the full being. And um, he started talking to me and just started talking about the next season uh, of uh, of uh, of my assignments really and you know just helping me out with some level of clarity and you know the thing, this guy was wearing shorts he was wearing t-shirts and all that so he, he actually dressed for that season he dressed for that uh, he, he looked like the assignments you know he So, angels, generally, they look exactly like the message that they carry. They look exactly like the message that they carry. So, as you go through the week, let your consciousness heighten around the love Jesus has for you. Because... You need that comfort in the love God has for you. Just as I said, the Father loves the Son and He shows Him all things. You need that comfort in that love. You need to be comfortable in that love. Let your consciousness be heightened. Heighten your consciousness around the love Jesus has for you. You are going to see a lot of things in the realm of glory. You will encounter a lot of angelic manifestation and ministrations. Let your heart, let your consciousness be heightened around the presence of the Holy Ghost that you are one with him. You will encounter the Activities of the angels that move as the spirit move I hope we're going to have a lot of testimony as we go into a new week, as we are uh, heighten our consciousness around the reality of the glory realm where we are seated with Christ Jesus. Have a great week. We'll continue next week.